The staff have been well-trained. They are making sure that their guests are going to be safe and that they're taking every precaution that they can to provide a safe environment for families. You know, the nice thing is, is we are in the great outdoors. Back in episode nine of Family Travel Radio, we talked all about dude ranches for families. And now, almost two years later, we're talking dude ranches again. The conditions have changed quite a bit, but dude ranches remain a fantastic option for family vacations. And today we're talking with Bryce Street. Bryce spent many years growing up and working on a dude ranch in a small town in Wyoming. And she was raised in a family with deep dude ranching roots. And she knew that the industry was going to have a great impact on her life. So after graduating college, Montana. State University at Billings. She found her way into the business side of the industry by coming to work at the Dude Ranchers Association. And in June 2019, Bryce accepted the position of Executive Director of the DRA. Welcome back, Bryce Street. Thanks, Aaron. It's great to be back on the ever familiar FTA podcast and excited to talk all things family travel with you today. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. One thing in your bio that gets my attention, deep dude ranching roots. Tell me about those roots and just the, the impact that it continues to have on your life. Yeah, the, my deep dude ranching roots, the reason I say it like that and, and the other way I put it is if it weren't for dude ranching, I would not be here. <laughs> my parents met on um, a dude ranch outside of Jackson Hole and then were later married a couple of years later. And then three kids were raised on a ranch outside of Dubois, Wyoming. Um, and that's where I worked for seven years. I, I got my start on a dude ranch when I was pretty young. My mom and dad obviously were involved in it. But then when us kids came around, they went to helping out my aunt and uncle that managed that same ranch I worked on. And so us kids kind of grew up living the good life of, of being dude ranch kids and getting to ride horses every day and play with the guest kids. And, and it was just a dream to live. And then when I was in high school, I went to work for them for seven years worked my way through that and kind of learned everything there was, worked my way up from the nanny to be a wrangler and did everything in between. And then when I kind of decided I was ready for a, a big kid job after my seasonal work, I was lucky enough to come up to the Dude Ranchers Association. And I've been here two years now and in my role as executive director almost a year. It's been a lot of changes in a very quick time, but I feel like, you know, I was kind of almost born and bred to do this job and, and I love what I do. Well, not that my opinion matters, Bryce, but I'd say you have fully achieved big kid status at this point. Oh, Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Since we last talked, the, the world has changed in, in many palpable ways. And let's just timestamp this conversation. We're talking on June 8th, 2020, because we know that the news and the world is evolving so rapidly that the conversation could look different next week as it does today, or as it might've looked a week previous. So June 8th, 2020, just for the record. Bryce, let's talk about the, the COVID-19 pandemic, which we're now several months into. And tell me how that, how has that impacted the, the dude ranch industry and the families who like to come to dude ranches for their vacations? It's been very hard on, on the dude ranch industry, just as every other travel industry. Um, they took a huge hit. Many people forget that uh, we have year-round dude ranches and we have winter dude ranches that March and April are their prime seasons. That's spring break season. And when the national emergency was declared on March 16th, that was a huge impact and a huge bookmark, like you said, for the dude ranch industry. Many of our Arizona ranches just totally almost flatlined. They didn't have, you know, guests were canceling left and right. One of our ranches lost 95% of their business for the months of March and April. And it was just absolutely devastating. Dude ranchers are tough, though. We know they're strong and they're resilient. They've made it through 
I wouldn't say worse, but they've made it through equally as hard of times. Great Depression, the economic crash in 08, and many other things, 9-11 and so on. But they're coming back. I mean, they're, they're doing all right. You know, they took a hard hit. We all did. And they kind of took their minute to gather themselves and, and they've come back. We have a handful of ranches that have decided to close for their 2020 season, but that also means we've had, we have over 80 ranches that will be open out of our almost a hundred for the summer season. And we're very excited about that. They're excited to get kind of back into their normalcy in a sense and their safe space where they, where they feel like they're truly thriving and they're just going to be doing it a little different this year. Many guidelines, regulations, you know, new policies and procedures have been put into place to make sure that their guests are still enjoying um, the true Western experience that they were promised when they booked their vacation, potentially almost a year ago, uh, maybe a shorter time period, maybe longer, but they are making sure that their guests are going to be safe and that they're taking every precaution that they can to um, provide a safe environment for families, couples, solo travelers, anybody that wants to come visit a dude ranch. Well, let's talk about some of those some of those overarching sort of quintessential dude ranch experiences that you really can't take away. Not necessarily to get into the specifics of like how things are going to change as it relates to health and safety. I'd like to talk about some of the things that remain unchanged, some of the the themes and the things that folks can always count on from a dude ranch vacation, regardless of whether they're in a pandemic or not. Absolutely. You know, the family aspect is always going to be there. For people that don't know, dude ranches were started by families. The Eaton's brothers of the Eaton's Ranch out of Wyoming was the first official dude ranch. And, you know, you're still going to have the family aspect. It's still going to be a place that people can come together and reunite with their families and really reconnect because there still is not great cell phone service. There still is not great internet. And it gives them a chance to disconnect from this world that we live in. And more so now than ever, that is so important to be able to shut your phone off and get the kids away from a screen to take away all the negativity that's going on in the world and actually get to bring your family back together. Horseback riding. Horses are, you know, horses can't catch (laughs) COVID-19 and therefore they're still a huge part of dude ranching. Granted, the tax sanitation may change a little bit this year, but you're still going to get to go out and see those fantastic views Um, the amazing scenery, the wildlife and the wildflowers, everything that comes with being on the back of a horse, the fresh mountain air, the beautiful waters. You're still going to get to go fly fishing if you're up in the north. River rafting might look a little different this year, but many places are still offering that opportunity. And you're still going to get great food, great hospitality and great accommodations. Kind of the three things that that make dude ranching what it is and why we've been around for almost a hundred years is you're still going to have your six H's, your horses, hats, hospitality, honesty, heritage, and heart. I love that you could just like, you could probably do that half asleep if you needed to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of the things that I keep hearing over and over again, and it makes very logical sense that some of the travel experiences, the ones that are going to come back first are the drivable experiences. Absolutely. So for some of most of your ranches, you're talking Arizona, maybe Southern Nevada, California, where I am. How much are you relying on those driving families to come in as opposed to ones who may have needed to to fly in the past? Well, drive markets are going to be huge this year and everybody in travel knows that. Even in California, you know, we have six member ranches in California and we have one ranch that does not have an out-of-state family until the middle of July and they're open now. 
So I think that just goes to prove how important that is. And, you know, our 97 member ranches in the association are all located west of the Mississippi River. Um, that's a little tougher for the eastern, you know, people that are traveling out, but it's still plausible. It's more plausible than the international guests, you know, that still aren't even allowed in the country yet. And we are so excited to see where the drive market takes us because we're going to see a lot more domestic travel. These people aren't going to be taking cruises or going overseas to, to different countries and whatnot and seeing different cultures. They're going to see what's actually in their, in their own country and what experience they can have right here within the, the 50 states and Canada as well. So it's really exciting. It's exciting to see what these drive markets are going to bring and families coming in, you know, you have a, the drive cramped in a car for however long getting to a ranch is going to be, might be the hardest part of your trip. But once you get there, you know, you're going to get to go and the kids are going to get to run and, and just be in the outdoors. And, and again, like I said, you're going to get to escape kind of reality. And that's the really neat part of dude ranching. I'm curious how you would approach, you made an interesting point talking about families who under normal circumstances might not choose a dude ranch vacation. They might be the jet setting type off to Europe yeah. or maybe to, to Asia or Hawaii, whatever. And now they're looking in their own backyard, more or less. How do you appeal to that family to show them that, hey, maybe you haven't considered a dude ranch vacation. Maybe you don't even know what a dude ranch is, but we know that you would have an amazing time if we can just get you here. What do you say to those families? That's a hard conversation because for people that when they think of a ranch, they think of having to go to work. They think of having to, you know, sleep in a tent and and not have a shower and not have somewhere to plug in their cell phone, you know. But we've really just been trying through all of this to highlight what I was mentioning, that the horses are still there. The food is still there. The accommodations, the people that make these atmospheres of dude ranches are still there. And they're going to be ready for you when you're ready. We launched a, a promo video um, a, about a month ago with a company that we work with, and we titled it, We All Ride Together. All of us dude ranchers, all the dude ranchers and us at the association have really come together to just make sure that people know that when they're ready to travel, dude ranches are going to be there. Unfortunately, there's places like cruise lines that aren't going to be there, not for a while. On a dude ranch, you know, you're going to be breathing that nice mountain air and getting those kids outside and getting on back for horse. And so we've really been trying to just appeal to the specifics. Also, you know, one of our big taglines is that it's right out your back door. It's right out your, your backyard in your neighborhood, because if you live in Denver, you can drive two hours and be to four different new branches, even Spokane, Seattle, you know, even these big suburbs where people are just wanting to get out. If you're willing to go, you know, they're there, they're waiting for you. So other than the horses, which I think are, super helpful in that it's almost impossible to get within six feet of another human being while on a horse. That's what we do with our kids in the neighborhood. We tell them, say, Hey, just stay on your bikes, keep both your yep. hands on the handlebars and you're fine. <laughs> they don't always follow those rules. So but on a horse, it's almost, it's nearly impossible. So, but, uh, so other than the social distancing like from horseback, can you talk just of the specifics, maybe changes that did have to occur in terms of health and safety precautions at the ranches? Absolutely. Cleaning procedures were always very top-notch on dude ranches, but they kind of had to go a little bit more above and beyond this year to make sure that they were using uh, the right cleaners, you know, the top-notch CDC, everybody recommends cleaners, making sure that their staff are aware of what's going on. Um, the staff have been well-trained. They've been, you know, agreed to do all of the procedures that they have been instructed of. And the ranches are really making sure that that sticks because the staff is such an important part of a dude ranch. 
But also, you know, the nice thing is, is we are in the great outdoors. A lot of people have the outdoor cookouts. They have the space to be able to dine outside and they've increased that. You know, they've taken their meals outside, increased their cookouts. Maybe they have different dining times. They've been able to stagger a little bit. Everybody's still eating as a family. They're not sharing tables. That's been something that's been a big thing on many ranches. The nice thing about dude ranches that hasn't changed is the cabins. Some ranches have lodge rooms, but most every family, if if you have a family of four or more, you're in a cabin and you have your own bathrooms, you have your own bedrooms. And that's really been a big draw to dude ranches is that there's these individual accommodations, but spacing people out, you know, increasing those outdoor activities, making sure that they weren't kind of cooped up and, you know, trying something different. A lot of the ranches couldn't do like their dancing, neither their line dancing or their square dancing this year because it includes contact. Some things that ranches have been um, incorporated was different relay activities on horseback or one ranch, they included an axe throw, you know, they did that instead of their normal dance night or they did some shooting sports because that's coming around bigger. As big as your mind can go or the opportunities are endless. So, but Sometimes my mind goes to strange and comical places. And I just, <laughs> as you're telling that story, I'm imagining the headline. Sorry, folks, out of an abundance of caution, we are canceling square dancing and replacing it with axe throwing Yep. <laughs> for your safety. Yeah. So safety is always, always taken into consideration. Always definitely the first and foremost, everybody's well-trained on, you know, how to shoot a bow and arrow or throw an axe at a piece of wood. And safety is definitely distanced, but it's different activities that you've probably never thought of. So well, that's what life's all about. It's, it's trying those, trying those new things. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about one specific type of family traveler that I think is especially going to be needing to reacclimate to the travel world for lack of a better expression. And that's the multi-generational family. Absolutely. I know just using my family as an example, and there are millions of others, families who literally have not seen each other in three dimensions in mm-hmm. quite a long time. They've maybe spend some time talking over Zoom like you and I are now. But there's going to be a time in the near future, hopefully, where they're going to be able to reconvene in some way. And I'd like to talk a little bit about what Dude Ranches offer for those multi-generational families, kids, parents, and then the grandparents all coming together for possibly the first time in a long time. Absolutely. And multi-generational families have always been such an important, important group of Dude Ranching. You know, like I, I mentioned at first, these ranches were built on families. And there's still ranches that the generations that are still around and still willing to come to the ranch, they come to their family reunion at their dude ranch. It's such a special place, but multi-generational families are, are really dude ranch's niche because they can accommodate everybody. There is something for every age at a dude ranch, whether that's the grandparents, you know, they might not want to ride, but they can sit on their cabin porch by the creek and listen to the water go by and listen to the birds and the kids laughing. I mean, and that's their paradise or they can get on a horse if they want, you know, and they can go ride mountaintops with the rest of the family and the kids and see their grandkids be on a horse. The parents kind of get the same deal. They can go enjoy the adult activities. If they want, they can go have a cocktail on their porch and watch the kids play on the grass. The autonomy at a dude ranch is just so phenomenal. And the kids, you know, many of these ranches have kids programs, but also, you know, there is nothing more special than watching a group of kids that are complete strangers at the end of the week become the best friends by the end of the week, because, you know, all they have to play with is a lawn and some balls, a bat, you know, maybe some kickball. I mean, 
I know that that was some of my fondest memories of, of growing up on a dude ranch is getting to know those guest kids. It's so special. And the most beautiful part about a dude ranch is many of these are the perfect size. If you want to rent out a dude ranch for a week, people are more than willing to do that. They don't have any other reservations on the books at the time you call. And you want to take 30 people to a dude ranch, heck, they'll probably book it out for you for the week. And then it's just you and your family. And you get that time that you don't have to worry about anybody else. You're just um, enjoying the time with your family and the staff and really getting to come together. And actually, like I said before, just be a family again. You know, you don't have to be over a screen. You don't have to worry about touching somebody or anything like that. You're in such a cool environment that has been, you know, claimed to the best abilities and they get to just enjoy some time together. Well, you got me smiling, Bryce, just inside and outside, just thinking about this as an opportunity. And I'm just looking, honestly, we've been cooped up for three months to, to make some new memories, to, to get a, cha- a change of scenery. My short-term memory doesn't include much other than being at home, watching yeah. the news, trying to get through work, trying to get the kids through their, their school. And it's, it's time to make some new memories. But we, uh, of course, we want to do it safely, responsibly. And it, you got me sold. Maybe I'm an easy mark, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, Aaron, you just call me up and we'll find you the perfect dude ranch for you. I can call you up or we can head over, of course, to duderanch.org. What can we expect over at duderanch.org? We're going to give that out as the the website. That's where we want to send folks to start their research. But what can folks expect when they land there on duderanch.org? Well, you can learn everything you want to know about Dude Ranches at (laughs) duderanch.org. You can Mm -hmm. learn about the history. You can learn about what to expect, what to bring. Your packing list is on there. You're going to find your trip and travel insurance. And then you're obviously going to find a profile for every one of our dude ranches that are members of the association. Right now, we have 97 in the association spread across 11 different U.S. states and one Canadian province. All meet the qualifications and some of the best of the best of the dude ranches in the world. You're guaranteed to find a place that is perfect for your family or whatever type of traveler you are. And if you're having a hard time, that's when you can contact us. There's many forms through the website that you can use, but you can also give us a call and we can definitely help direct you in the right place of what ranch and send you a list and get you on your way. Well, I love that, Bryce. And I really appreciate you taking the time. And once again, folks, I'd love you to go check out duderanch.org. Start thinking about that dude ranch vacation. Start planning that dude ranch vacation. Get your questions answered. And if you're still stuck, Bryce and all of her great folks there are ready to answer your questions and get you back out making some new memories. And of course, as always, we'll have all these links for you waiting in the show notes at familytravel.org slash radio. Bryce Street, really appreciate you taking some time and thanks for just being who you are and can't wait to all get back together. Thanks for having us again, Aaron. We really appreciate it and hope that people can find their next great vacation on a dude branch. You know that there's more to life than your work, but do your kids know? Last year, 55% of American parents didn't use all their vacation days. Taking time off to travel lets you show your kids different sides of the world and different sides of yourself, like the side that does things like this. Family travel is easier and more affordable than you might think. You brought them into this world, now show it to them. Discover the possibilities at familytravel.org. Hey, it's Aaron Schlein. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. All the notes for this episode and for every episode of the podcast are available at familytravel.org slash radio. All right, my friend, until we meet again, this is Aaron Schlein for Family Travel Radio, and I am signing off. Family Travel Radio.